All right, before we start, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Without a healthy mind, being happy is hard. Visit betterhelp.com slash jefffm to see if online therapy is for you. All right, I'll just prop this up over here. We'll just kind of let this baby hang out. If you guys are audio listeners, a bit of a change of pace today. We're doing the podcast remote. We got lav mics on. It's not our usual setup with the soundboard and, you know, all our fancy gadgets. We're just out here living off the land like men, fishing for our food. No more Postmates. It's not allowed here. We're in an Airbnb. We rented this nice Airbnb here in Florida as we uh, embark on this journey where we take the barbershop on tour. It just seems nice to be able to travel around. Yeah, you don't get the same old set, so you don't get that same feeling that you get when you check into a show. But you know what? It's still us. We still got the boys here, right? Say hello. You guys are, are mic'd, right? Hey. Yo. I got a line in the water. Who knows? A fucking bull shark could snap onto that baby at any second. I rip my whole arm off. Or we could just snag a turtle. That is kind of an issue we've been facing here. They've been snapping off all our hooks and been back and forth to the bait and tackle shop a lot over the past week. Some of the best memories of my life. If I had to think of some of the best memories from my childhood, Kyle, you're probably experiencing some of them now. Yeah. But some of my favorite memories were just out fishing with my father, catching a nice big fish. It's nothing like it. You know, that excitement when you snag one on the line and you know, yeah, you yell, know like, like... I was yelling at you. I was like, oh, oh, fuck, Kyle, fuck oh, oh, yeah, get, get your fish phone on out, you. get your phone out. Get your I mean, I didn't say that to my dad because back in my day, we didn't have phones with cameras and yeah, fancy radios. stuff. You know, I went down to the bait shop. I bought some squid and some live bait. I was getting all types of fancy stuff, spending my Hollywood money. The neighbor over here says all you need is to throw some bread in there. And ever since then, I followed the locals' tactics out here in this little village. Do you think you've become the masturbator? Okay, all right. It's a little joke from the bathroom boys. You made it out of the bathroom. It's a little, I call that the backhand cast. You know, works great if you're doing a podcast and fishing at the same time. Does that jacket help you catch fish? The jacket helps me look cool so I could film a show while I fish. So yeah, I guess it allows me to fish more and this jacket is helping me with all of our business. How much was that jacket? This jacket was probably very expensive. I don't know exactly. Like three grand, two tree? No, three grand. What the fuck? It's a fucking, it's probably 500 bucks. Oh, but it's not about that. <laughs> We're living off the land. I'm just gonna let that sit and hopefully we snag another bluegill. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram. <laughs> what? It's the only fish you know ever since you caught that. <laughs> Why, I, I'm There's a poser? There's probably like seven other species out there. Are you calling me a fucking poser? Yeah. How many fish you catch, pal? Tree. Tree, exactly. How many did I catch? All right. Four. four. And I broke the state record. And the big turtle. That's not something to brag about. Turtles are dumb. They come over, they bite your hook slow. It's not fun to catch them. And Sad. then when you do catch them, there's nothing you could do with them anyway. It's just a headache to get the, the hook out of their mouth. They'll snap your finger off. And that's not something we want to do because at the end of the day, I'm not a professional fisherman. I'm a barber. I'm going to need these things. I almost sounded like a Brit there, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to need my things in it. Yeah, so turns out I caught the biggest fish of the year. It, it just seemed like something special. So I held it up. I took a picture with it. I posted it on my Instagram story. And then I get flooded with all these messages. Yo, man, no way you caught that. You snagged that bluegill? That's a state record. And I was like, well, I guess it's a fucking state record. That is the beauty of fishing, though. 
Anybody could cast their line out there. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, young or old. Fish don't judge, they don't discriminate. They'll just bite your hook if you got good bait on there. Mm. And we are a perfect, perfect example of that. With very little fishing experience over the past decade, I was able to catch the state record in the backyard of an Airbnb. Doesn't matter how many followers you got. Verified. Fish aren't asking if I got a blue check on Instagram. They're just looking to eat. And so am I. I'm looking to fucking kill because it's kill or be killed out here in the wild. We're in an Airbnb in Miami. It's the Starbucks on the corner. But I set rules, house rules. There is no more Postmates allowed. We're sticking to it. Kyle, where'd you get the Capri Sun? It was in the fridge. No more going in the fridge unless it's for ice cubes or something to ice fish. More good news, guys, or bad news, however you want to take it. My birthday's tomorrow. So that means I'm one year closer to death. That's and sad. Why you gotta say it like that? That's why I said good news or bad news, however you want to take it. Some people celebrate their birthdays. I choose not to. How old are you turning? I'm turning 32, which is a weird age. It's not something to be proud of, you know? I don't know. I just don't really care to have a big celebration for it, you know? And that's just how I've always been. Every year around my birthday, it gets outshined by Jesus's birthday. Which is cool, you know, I'm not trying to start beef with Jesus. I'm just saying he's more poppin' than I am. I'm not gonna be like the Beatles and say that we're bigger than Jesus now and then everybody cancels me. I'm not bigger than Jesus and that's why my birthday has always been outshined. Ever since I was a little boy fishing with my dad, never really cared that much about my birthday. I always knew I had to get out there and work, you know, if I wanted a bike, I can't get it for my birthday because Jesus is gonna outshine me. Maybe I could wait for Christmas, but I grew up pretty... Rich? No, I, I was not. I was middle class, lower middle class. I had that lunch ticket that got me in discount in the lunch line, you know? You know what I'm saying, Kyle? Yeah, I got free lunch too. You got free lunch? Okay, I wasn't going that far. <laughs> I, I, had, I had discounted lunch. My dad had a city job. He was a bus driver, so he just didn't have that much money. But yeah, I mean, whatever, it is what it is. You know, no, no disrespect. Now you can get all the lunch you want, all the Capri Suns you want, or all the fish you want if you want to live like a man. Okay, real quick, don't mind this technology here. I know I said that we're gonna be living off the land and no electronic devices or Postmates allowed. You just have to do uh, a read from today's sponsors. Today's episode is sponsored by Roman. If you're like me, then you definitely want to make sure you're operating at peak performance in the bedroom. Whether you're having trouble rising to the occasion, keeping it going, or you just have a very demanding significant other, you can count on Roman to help. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. So there's no need for those awkward doctor visits and trips to the pharmacy. I, I get it, it could be difficult. I deal with it myself. I have to go in there and have those talks. And you know, I, I, I don't wanna talk about that stuff out in public. You know, I'd rather just talk about it here to the hundreds of thousands of you guys. When you go to getroman.com Jeff, a US licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you for free with two day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, discreet, and will help you make sure you're performing at your best. So get Roman ready and go to getroman.com slash Jeff, where you'll get $15 off your first month of ED treatment plus free two-day shipping. Take advantage of the special discount and get $15 off your first month of treatment. All right, let's get back to it. If you guys are listening to the audio version, I'm enjoying a delicious Capri Sun with my Capri Sun back here. My little Capri Sun, look at him. 
I feel like we bonded like a father-son bond, Kyle and I, over this past week of fishing and taking care of him while he was sick, nursing him back to health. Catch the turtle. Let's show him what's up. Let's show him what we're dealing with out here, the type of problems we're facing at this point in our life. The turtles are a big problem out here. Last week I was facing all types of different problems in LA. Shootings, robberies, air pollution, riots, break-ins. Yeah, the crime rate has skyrocketed in LA. Oh yeah, it's like Gotham City back home. It's Gotham City, yeah. It is, and we made it out just in the nick of time, and I feel great about it. So you're 33, 32. It's not that bad. At least Mike with Alex older than you. That's a good point. Actually, when I think about it, when I think, you know what, I'm getting fucking old to be doing this shit, to be a YouTuber or an influencer. I just look at guys like Mike Majalik, and I'm like, you know what, I still got another good five years left in me until I'm that guy's age, which is cool, you know, because Mike's a cool guy. He's living the life and yeah, he's know, happy with what he's doing. You know, people don't, you don't see people calling him old and you know washed up. Get over it, you fucking clout. Actually, they do say that about me. <laughs> I have a lot of influential people in my life. Speaking of one, even Dave Portnoy. I wouldn't say he's the most influential person, but for him to be a guy in his older years and he built a career around hobbies that he loves, I can respect him for that. You know, he loves sports. He loves gambling. He loves investing in stocks, he loves content, he loves eating pizza, and the man made a life for himself based off just those things, things he loved and he found a way to monetize them and make it a career. And they say if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. He's got a good team around him. They hounded me to get on that BFF's podcast and squash the beef. They were hitting me up for months ever since that crane smacked me off my head and then we released that stuff they milking the shit out okay of i'm not even milking it i'm just saying this is when no, they started I'm... hitting me up about it and i avoided it avoided it because i didn't feel like talking to anybody didn't feel like doing interviews and then they went ahead and did that and then the bff's team barstool team was very persistent and they were on my ass i, I need somebody like that to get me guests because look at this i could probably hit up some guests down here but instead i just got my same idiot friend that's coming straight out of prison to come do the coming out of prison again yeah he's just coming down straight out of prison but yeah we drove out for days it was miserable it was such a hard ride out and let me tell you when i say that i fucking busted my ass on that drive i mean it you drove for like an hour and a half i had to get here because i had a prior commitment to do that bff show now if i showed up late i would have fucked their whole show even though they did a real, real weird job on the production, Dave Portnoy is worth like a half a billion dollars and they filmed it in a little fucking closet in some random, like Miami, I don't even, I don't even know what you call the building. It wasn't a production studio. It was like a little fucking shithole. And they had one camera that looked like Mike Majalik's old vlog camera. It's like one of those ones that you get a hand-me-down from like Logan Paul or something when, you know, he gives you his old Vine camera. And they just had that on like a little selfie stick and that's what we shot the whole podcast on. It was unbelievable. For somebody like Dave Portnoy, who's so successful and, and just very up there in the content biz, you, you know? you expect him to do that in like 40 reds? I would I would just expected a, a bit of a, a bigger production, you know, but I respect the guy, you know? He fucking shows up and he knows that he's the content and he's the money maker. He doesn't need no fancy gear or anything like that. So maybe he rubbed off on me. 
You know, maybe that's why we're doing a podcast out by a little canal in the back of an Airbnb. Do you feel like you could do a barbershop on an iPhone? I feel like we could do a barbershop on an iPhone. I was never all for the big fancy cameras. This was Oscar's idea to buy all this gear. You we know? did do a barbershop on an iPhone. I don't think you guys realize what a cross-country drive is. Hell. And let me tell you something. I don't realize what it is either because I fucking left early. I that hopped on a private jet terrible. straight out of Texas. Now, I told the guys that I intended on not driving all the way across country because I had to get here to do the show and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to make it. So I, I ended up hopping off, getting on a plane, but the guys drove the rest of it. But let me tell you, just from the drive from California to Texas, I got about halfway through Texas and Texas is just a never ending black hole pit of a state. It's just highways and it's repetitive. It's fucking a simulation because you just see the same car dealerships, the same Whataburgers over and, and over like again. It's hypnotizing because the lanes just do this all it's, night. It, the whole way, the whole way through Texas. I don't, I don't think Texas is a real state. I think it just goes through different little simulations. Fucking one over, sucks. One over another. And even the smells, we would smell like a bunch of cow manure and then two hours goes by and that same scent would come back and it's just like, wait, are we fucking, did we go, turn around? Did we get lost? But whatever, at the end of the day, it was a good bonding experience. The bathroom boys got out of the bathroom for once and got here just in time for Art Basel, the biggest art show in the world, Art Basel, Miami. The problem with that is art comes from all over the world. The people who deal art come from all over the world. We are still in a in a pandemic, the world's in a weird place, people's immune systems are weakened, and art's fucking dirty, you know? I guess that's what we figured out, because immediately after Art Basel, our first show, we all started coming down with a, a little cough. We got tested for COVID, it wasn't COVID. I don't know what it was, but I think it was maybe uh, some sort of chest infection or something, maybe a case of what Tommy Fury got while he pulled out of the Jake Paul fight. And funny thing is we also all have broken ribs because after we, we started coughing, I went over just to test everybody and I whacked everyone in the ribs yep. and I ended up smashing up everyone's ribs. So now we all have chest infections and broken ribs as well. It's just going around. What can you say? Am I salty that Tommy pulled out of the fight? Maybe a little bit. He did happen to pull out right when we got here and we had an episode planned to do him on the barbershop do him on the barbershop you would want to do him you know do him on the barbershop you heard that <laughs> he's, he's a good looking guy i would like to do him on the barbershop but <laughs> turns out he won't be entering the country at all he's got to stay home and recover which is fine shit happens if you're not fit to fight you're not fit to fight it is what it is um, you think if the fight um, happened again it'd be worth it who knows i don't know i'm not i'm not in the talks i'm not in you know i don't know exactly what's going on but you got to give him the benefit of the doubt somebody gets injured you got to back off let him heal and we'll see what happens in the future. But Tyrone Woodley stepped in for uh, Tommy Whoa. and the fight's still going on. So we're still gonna go out there and we're still gonna try to make the best of it, shoot some stuff, have a good time. You know, it's getting towards the end of the year. Everybody's having their Christmas parties and whatever. So this will kind of be like our little office Christmas party. We'll go watch a Jake Paul fight in Tampa, Florida and do some fishing. It's pretty much what it is. Well, look at this turtle. It's unfortunate that Sticks we Sticks his head out and fucks with me. Fuck this guy. Watch, watch. You got a whole slice of bread on there, Kyle. I don't know what you're it trying to catch. It unfolds when the whale. fucking water... Yeah, well, if you want some action for this show, you're going to have to try a little harder. Be he a little told more me to, passionate well, about... How do you fucking hook the bread, then? Roll it up. Give it a nice little pat. So you got a nice little ball of dough. Hook that on there. You'll catch a fish in literally 15 seconds. 
Parenting 101, take your son fishing. Do you feel like that at all? Honestly, I know I'm joking, but do you feel like we bonded like a father-son relationship? <laughs> yes, Jeff, I do think that. Honestly? Yeah. <laughs> I got it out of him. <laughs> Feels good being a dad. You fucking tapped into my fucking fatherless trauma. Fatherless trauma, yeah, Kyle grew up without his dad around, so it's nice Fuck that I was him. able to step in and teach him some father-son stuff, like fishing, you know what? Uh, I take these things for granted. I had a dad there, you know, as much as I say that my parents weren't there for me growing up. I would have loved to have a Batman origin story. My parents were killed in a New York City alley, and then I just fought crime ever since I was a young child, but part of that story is not true. My parents are still alive. So yeah, we went to the art shows. It's a big fucking mess. Who gives a fuck? You know, art's fucking disgusting, and it got us all sick. That's why NFTs, I believe, are gonna take over because NFTs don't carry germs. Maybe NFT stands for non-fucking uh, transferable. Transferable, non-fucking transferable. What does viruses. NFT actually mean? What is it? Who cares, bro? Nobody gives a fuck. Just Nobody's gonna answer. NFT, NFTs. All I hear is Liam when I say NFTs now. Liam had to leave. He was here for, with us for a little bit, but he'll be back for the fights. Come on, oh. come on. Was that your hook? No, they're jumping near Did me. Did you get that? I think it might be on the back of that one. Yeah, that's good. We're gonna need that footage. We had a, a live fish jump there. While we were all here sick in the house, I was I only had it bad for a couple days. Oscar doesn't really get sick. Kyle had it bad though. I'm under selling this. I was pretty fucked up for about three days. It completely took me out and I just watched that show alone. The contestants will all get sent out to Alaska and they're out in the wilderness and they drop them off right around September and they have to go through the winter and they have to survive out there with nothing. And there's no camera crew. They have to film themselves. They'll basically get like a little kit with like vlog cameras and stuff. And I guess they'll drop off batteries and shit for them, but they are out there alone and they have to stay there for a hundred days. And it just people quit after like a couple days. Some people quit after weeks. How do you Some quit? quit? Do you have like a walkie-talkie? You have one. You have a phone where you'll call in, and it's like your emergency like button. Like it's I'm only for calls. Out. You call up, and you're like, I'm tapping out. And it's devastating when people tap out because they just lost out on their chance to win a million bucks. And also, your friends and family see that you're a letdown. You know, like I'm not saying that I'm some fucking wilderness survivor man, but these people who go on the show are. You know, that's a, a big L that you're catching. You know, like if I went on to a barber competition and I lost, even if I did that, fuck it, who cares? Cause I'm not even a real barber. But if I went on to like a YouTuber competition, like all, we all, ha I guess. Mr. Beast. Yeah, and I fucking lost that and I had to quit. I had to tap out, you know, I, I would feel terrible because I lost at what I trained my whole life to do. Even you, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not good at this because I go through phases. I do a new thing every six months. But I feel like you don't even know how to turn the camera on, really. I don't even know how to operate cameras and, yeah, gear. But if it was a fishing tournament? If it was a fishing tournament, yeah, it'd be different. I'm more skilled at a bunch of things. I'm like a jack of all trades. And so I'm watching the show, and there's women on it that are out there just completely outmanning me. And they're catching fish, they're killing animals, they'll stab a porcupine Ooh, and like cast. just the things they make to survive. They're able to build a house out of logs. Just such cool stuff that I kind of wish that I was living in that. And what better place to be going through this phase in my life that I want to be on this show alone. What's the premise? You have a camera and you live off the land? <laughs> Bro, if we're doing a podcast, you're going to have to be tuned in to what I'm talking about because 
You know, Sorry, I, know I, I know you're focusing on fishing. Trying to catch a fish for the show. You're not doing that good of a job. This is terrible. This is embarrassing. If the alone people watch this, they're going to be like, these people are never coming on the show. <laughs> you're crushing my dreams of making it on that show. So the premise of the show is they send out like 10 contestants to Alaska in yeah. the middle of nowhere and you have to survive in this wilderness that ends up getting freezing cold because you have, like the hundredth day is Christmas day. So oh, yeah. you go into deep winter and snow starts falling down. It gets to like 10 degrees Fahrenheit. They like give you any resources freezing. or no? You get to pick like 10 items. Most people pick like a, a lighter, fishing hooks. Um, basically shit that we got here, you know? Oh. This is basically our little survival kit. I would get LaCroix. I would have them bring out a 12-pack of LaCroix. Probably the dumbest item that you could ask for to go on a, on a survival trip. I'd run through the first pack in the first hour, and then I'd just be fucked. And it's so much weight that I'd have to carry. But I'd be hydrated, and I'd have those little bubbles in my tummy feeling nice. So, I don't know. You tell me. That would be like a leisure item for me. Can't get enough of those LaCroix. Oh, yeah. I would bring my, um, well... Yeah, what's five items you'd bring? Five, well, my 10 items. Or uh, 10, sure. One would be a uh, 12 pack of LaCroix, fish and hooks, iPhone, you can't bring. No, but, so get rid of that finger. Okay, I'd bring, I'd probably want like a sleeping bag, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's even allowed, but sleeping bag would be nice. Uh, pictures of beautiful women, you know? What, for like fire fuel? Yeah, to keep the fire burning. I would want to, I would need paper. I mean, what would I actually need? Fish hooks? You already oh, said that. knife. I would need a, a big fucking knife. I, I roll with a knife in society without even, you know, these challenges of alone. I usually keep a good knife, good sized knife on me. So I would br definitely bring a knife. What Name five people you'd bring with you on, on this survival, like. Five people I'd bring with me? It's a good question. I'd definitely bring. Out of Vlog Squad. Huh? Out of Vlog Squad. Out of Vlog Squad? Yeah, what are you bringing? None of them. Nobody from the fucking Vlog Squad. I would bring Sal and Shaban because they would be funny. To, uh, they would fight the whole time and that would be pure entertainment. And Sal's very smart when it comes to random stuff and like just figuring things out. I would bring Nick the Barber, the guy that was in the documentary with all the tattoos on his neck. He um. just has random information about everything. 90% of it is not true, but at least he'll spit out something that he believes confidence. in. And he, yeah, he'll say it with confidence. Huh? Just for entertainment. Nick will tell you a story about everything. He has so much random information about everything, but it's just little things that he hears along the way in the barbershop. And he just makes it, mixes it into stories of his own life situations. And it all just becomes a big fictional tale of his life. But it would be good to bring him along uh, to the island. Who else? That. Liam. You I'd bring Liam so he oh, could train. Oh, that's a good one. Just bring a different aspect. Maybe if we a bear attacked us, he could box it, fight <laughs> off the bear. <laughs> yeah. I should have my, my dad come. And Oscar's father, yeah, because Oscar's dad is... So that's five people. That's five, yeah. I got my crew. So no women? Oh, no women to repopulate. <laughs> what, are you gay? Yeah, I guess I'm gay because I wasn't even thinking about repopulating or fucking, whatever you want to call it. But if it's only for... 100 days then who needs to repopulate you know true i've been talking about having kids for at least 100 days now and i i haven't made any moves but as i'm watching this show and i'm delirious in my room i'm thinking to myself like can i do this you know can i catch a fish and can i survive off of the land you know i've i've never really challenged myself to do that and when i do catch fish uh it's usually part of a fishing trip a luxury fishing trip where you have like a captain and a captain's assistant where they're cutting the fish for you so i came out here i snagged a fish first thing in the morning kyle was still sleeping 
I went in and I woke him up with the pole. I slapped <laughs> him right with the fish. That shit was so funny. I was in the living room with the fish. I'll show you a picture. And I said, Kyle, wake up. We're eating good today. We got meat. This will last us a week. So I took the fillet knife. I cut the fucking head right off the fish. And I fucking skinned it. And I cooked it up and I ate it. I can survive in the wild. That's something I learned about myself on this trip. And I can't say that anyone else did the same. You know, all of them were sick, asking for help. Kyle, oh, can you go get me medicine? Can you run to CVS? Can you do this stuff? Not me. I was researching while I was sick. I was watching Netflix, watching alone. And then I came out here. I fucking used my knowledge that I gained from watching that Netflix show. And I did it in real life. I fucking caught that fish and I sliced its head off. And then I used the head as bait again to catch more fish and feed my crew because I'm a leader. That's what I do. I so fucking alpha. feed my crew. In just a week, a matter of a week, I was able to go back to my roots, become a man again, because I was becoming a little LA pussy, running away from a little gun violence and a little robberies. You know, when the hell am I scared shying away from a little action? I'm over here complaining about the crime rate in LA. I should be in that mix. I should be out there with this fucking knife doing my own robberies. I guess I got off track there. What I was trying to say is, I feel more confident as a man after this past week. Be nice if we caught a fish at this moment, Kyle. I'm, to go off with this. It's not really skill-based. It's not skill-based, he says. Let me see Castlepool. So as we're all home, quarantined, sick, bed rest, whatever you want to call it, I'm visualizing us in this house here. If we were the alone contestants, which one of us would walk away with a million bucks? Which one of us would be able to survive the most comfortable in the wild, just living off the earth. And I thought, you know, Kyle's been out here snagging fish. First couple days, Kyle was the only one to catch fish. Caught three fish back to back. It was impressive, I'm not gonna lie. I was very frustrated that I couldn't catch a fish with all my fishing experience <laughs> from my childhood. And then I thought, you know, Oscar, he knows all about all this stuff, all this gear. I don't even know how to turn on a camera. I don't even know how to, I don't even know what to do after you film. You know, where do you put the footage? Where do you put the film? Where does it go? And I'm starting to worry. I'm like, maybe I am the weak link here. Maybe I am not the leader of this pack. Bro, do not hook me in my fucking eye as I'm saying this shit. If well, I said I'm the weak link and you rip my other eye out, I, need I would kill myself right here. Probably a good bait. So I'm wondering, am I the weak link? I would not have any fish. I'd be hungry. Kyle would be eating good. He'd be all fucking full, full tummy. Oscar would probably rig up some sort of uh, trap for rabbits. What the fuck would I do? And then I thought, you know what? I would just rip Kyle's fucking arms off and take his fish. I'd rob all their fucking food. I'd take Oscar's fucking rabbits. What the fuck's he gonna do about it, you know? And then I, I realized I, I was better. I was no longer sick. I had my full confidence back and I was prepared to go out here and fish again. And what did I do that day? What did I do? Caught the biggest bluegill. Snagged the biggest bluegill in all of Florida. I broke the state record. Believe in yourself, kids because anything's possible. Confidence is key. When it comes to fishing, you never give up. You know, it takes patience. It takes patience, it's not gonna come overnight. If you guys wanna be a YouTuber, it's not gonna be your first video that hits and gets 10 million views. It's gonna take time. It's the fishing game. Ooh, that was a good one. All right, now that I'm done with my rant here, my guest is here. Cody. I don't know what there's left to talk about. I think we summed up everything in life. I think this podcast alone can help people get through life if they were just 
born the only person on the planet. I think you could watch this podcast and be able to survive and live a very happy, prosperous life out in the wild. Today's episode is sponsored by Mint Mobile. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton. With phone plans starting at just $15 a month, I've been using Mint Mobile for long before this holiday deal, and I have to say it's the perfect time to switch. You could save so much cash with this new Mint Mobile deal. You buy three months, you get three months free. Think about what you could do with that extra three months of not paying a phone bill because you got it for free. You could spend that 15 bucks for three months on bait. Think of all the fish you can catch. Mint Mobile's best offer of the year is here for a limited time. Buy any three month plan and get three months free. By going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All the plans come with unlimited talk to text, high speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you'll never use. Use your phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same number along with your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. For a limited time, buy any three month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to mintmobile.com slash jefffm. That's mintmobile.com slash jefffm. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash jefffm. All right, enough reading off these electronic devices we're out here in the wild let's start living like our ancestors back in the day it's no fancy <laughs> i don't want to get a hook in my eye don't worry i'm a professional <laughs> bro bro <laughs> all right baits in the water i'm gonna leave this propped up right here kyle my protege my fishing assistant just keep an eye on it fishing assistant. oh man all right this is nice we're doing our podcast remote now, like the Nelk Boys and like uh, Impulsive, where we just kind of travel around, live our lives, no pressure. You know, we don't have to check in to the cubicle every day. Yeah. We're teaching these boys about life. Teaching them how to just let life slow down sometimes, not feel so pressured to always be at the hottest parties, you know, have designer clothes on. You know, it's not all about that. It's not all about... What are you wearing? I'm not, I'm wearing just a regular old fishing flannel that I got at a fishing shop. I'm wearing a regular black t-shirt. Yeah, let me see the back of that. Don't fucking try me. You either catch a fish or you go hungry. We're living like the fucking old times. That's the moral uh, you of- You got a duck. I got a duck? Oh, fuck. I hooked a fucking duck. I told you, bro. God damn it. See, I told you to keep an eye on it, Kyle. You're too worried about saying woke shit on the podcast. You're not getting any of the direction that I'm giving you for this fucking- <laughs> What I'm trying to teach you. <laughs> got a duck. We're living off the land and lacrosse. I'm turning 32 years old tomorrow. Am I doing a big fancy birthday? No. This is all I could ever ask for. You know, just being out in the backyard on grass with a little canal here, some life, wildlife. This is it. I'm happy. I'm content with my life. You know, who'd have thought a couple Staten Island scumbags would be down here in Miami? <laughs> well, how old are you, Cody? Yeah, how old are you now? I'm 35. Are you 35? Yeah. Wow. That flew by. Yeah. Where were you for your 32nd birthday? We went bowling. Did we? That was 32? Yeah. Oh, so you've been out of jail for three years. Almost. This June will be three years. Wow. So we went bowling for my birthday. What about 31st birthday? In the can. 
What did you do? Did you have a cake? Did they get you a little? Did you make a little honey you bun just made cake? Like a spread. Did you do sweets? Was and it then honey bun? That was it. Yeah. I think your birthday is more about your mom's uh, special day. She's the one that went through labor. She's the one that had you. Had what the hell did you do? You know what? That is actually very wise of you to say. <laughs> I don't give a fuck because for me, I'm yeah. just getting older. I think your you know? mom is the one that suffered on your birthday. Yeah. And deserves to be called and say, hey. Thanks for having there me There you go. Today. Birthday parties for everyone are canceled. And they are now for your mom. Yeah. If you want to celebrate a birthday, go buy your mom something for your birthday. That's how it should be. Go call your mom. Say thank you for yeah. going through nine months of carrying me around and going through labor for hours to have me. You think when women have babies it hurts a lot or you think they're just over-exaggerating? I'm pretty sure it hurts when it's coming out their wound and, uh, and just the pressure and... Fucking baby's heads coming out of vagina, and then if it's too big, they got a C-section the yeah. stomach, and then now their fucking stomach ripped open. It sounds uncomfortable. It sounds it sounds terrible actually. Yeah, it sounds. And, but brutal. nowadays they have like so much like morphine and dilatative that when you're actually going through pregnancy that they could like numb the bottom of your body. Yeah. What's could, one of the most painful experiences you've ever gone through in your life? My lung collapse. Yeah. You nearly died. Yeah, it sucked. I remember that. How did your lung actually collapse? Knife wound? No, drug abuse. Drug abuse. In and out the clubs, drinking, air conditioner, around people, germs going out every night. Being a product of your environment. Excessive abuse to the body and then eventually I caught like a little virus in my uh, system and my immune system was weak because of drugs and alcohol and Boom, I caught a bacteria, and the bacteria spread to my lungs, which pushed my lung closed with fluid, and then I, I almost died. Yeah. At 27 years old. It sucked too, because like when you're sick and you're in the hospital, you're going through it, there's nothing you could do that could save you, and there's nothing that you just feel helpless. You're just sitting in a hospital bed, you just... How long were you hospitalized for? 21 days. Shit. Yeah, we all thought you were gonna die then. Yeah, even the doctors thought too. They're like, whatever you're doing, you're gonna die. You're, I just, you're like a cat with nine lives. You I know, did, you I, were supposed to do life in prison so many times. You're supposed to die or be killed. People wanted to kill you so many times and just like couldn't get a hold of you at the right time. And then they ended up dying or ended up getting arrested. And just so many times you skip death and life in jail. It's insane. It's insane. But you're you're a product of your environment. You were hanging around the wrong people. We grew up in a shit place where it was cool to rob people. It was not really like frowned upon that activity that we were doing. It was more like praise. I don't think we were bad people. I just think we just made bad choices and because of uh, what we were influenced by. Yeah, it's not our fault. Fucking it's the people rap. we grew up around. And, and now rappers. we're down here. Yeah, rappers, rap music. Rap music influenced Cody way too much. <laughs> you would just listen to Meek Mill and he would be like, we fucking shooting all these motherfuckers, smoking up weed, doing all the coke. And then he'd be like, all right, I'm going to fucking get a gun, smoke a bunch of weed and do a bunch of coke. Yeah. But rappers are actors, you know? That's what we need to remember here. Rappers are entertainers. It's a form of entertainment. It's not real. Now, I made a post this past week when I won the Streamy Award. And I said, ex-dope dealer turned award-winning documentary filmmaker and the sick part about that is it's fucking true and I'm not saying it's cool I'm just saying look at how far I came and it's possible for anybody to do the same because I'm a fucking idiot and I was able to turn so many dumb situations 
into a positive thing. Yeah, I actually just got off the phone with my psychologist on the way here. Yeah? Yeah, he's trying to make me like open up to like women and shit. I'm like, hey bro, that's your belief. That's not my belief. Yeah. That's your American dream. Yeah, what works for him doesn't necessarily yeah. work for everyone. I just want to travel the world and skydive, bro. What's your problem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really enjoy skydiving, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I respect it. You found something you enjoy. This summer not... I'm going to base jump. You're going to base jump? Yeah. Where? You know one out of ten people that base jump die, right? Well, I'm going to be very educated and take real good courses before I do it. But you're ready to roll that dice? Yeah. I'm going to jump off of Brento in Italy, the mountain. If yeah. it makes you happy, go for it. Yeah. You know? Me, I prefer, uh, I don't know, I think I, I, I like that the pace of life has slowed down a little bit over the past couple of years. I know that this pandemic kind of rushed through like the past two years. Everybody says like, oh yeah, remember when that happened? That was two years ago. I'm like, what the fuck? That was two years ago? Like, you've been out of jail for three years now? June will be three years. I was just thinking about that too. That's insane. It feels like I picked you up six months ago. And look, that's six years. Three in, three out. Yeah. You d damn. Wow. Let's get off this sobby shit, you know? So yeah, we were we were talking about the show alone as yeah. we were all stuck here in this quarantine because we were sick and we're learning to live off the land. I was watching this show on Netflix called Alone where they put 10 people, 10 contestants out in, in the middle of the woods in Alaska and you have to survive. You get 10 items. What would you bring? A knife, a lighter. Lighter, two good ones. A sleeping bag. That's a good one. Yeah, we're pretty close. Do, are clothes included? Clothing items. Well, yeah, clothing. I, I, like, if you want to say, like... Boots, hat, beanie, gloves. Yeah. Um, I would bring... Um, Jacket. I definitely... All that thermoware in Alaska. Okay, yeah. For 100 days. Probably cans of beans. Cans of beans. Cans yeah, of that's be good. Cans <laughs> of beans are a good one. I, I don't know if that's allowed. I'd have to check in with the producers. <laughs> Maybe a fucking ATV. An ATV. <laughs> Go fucking quadding around. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't see any rules about that, but I also didn't see any ATVs. But maybe they just didn't think of them. Yeah. Yeah. The grand prize is a million bucks if you could survive for a hundred days out there. It kind of seems peaceful, you know, like you don't have the stress of life. You just become like a just a, a straight up fucking human living. Like we're all used to this life now, but we only been living this life for like twenty years. People have been living like that for thousands and thousands of years yeah i think uh, as a human if you're in that situation you could adapt do you think that that going to prison and having to deal with like just like being bored every day would help you in that well you find things to do you get a job or you go to school yeah but that is a good question because being locked up you have to learn to appreciate what you got you know you don't throw little things away that we would normally throw away out here like uh, we I get, they got this bag of starbucks shit like there might be something good in there that yeah. we'll hold on to like you know? a lighter is super valuable in prison that, that's also contraband that's yeah, very illegal it's like 40 bucks but yeah that's good stuff you want to hold on to that there's a bunch of people that wrote me about the last podcast yeah, yeah there's one dude who was like just wanted to say thank you i saw the podcast hold on this fucking motherfucking duck what the fuck even is that? It's a fucking It's an duck. asshole bird? <laughs> <laughs> They're what fighting. are these noises? Just annoy people? He goes, I just wanted to say thanks, man. I saw the pod with you, Liam, and Jeff. This hit hard. Lost my mom last year. Turned into a complete alcoholic and a mess. Lost fiance. Couldn't accept it. And, and hold me down. It made me even worse. 
Listen to you guys talk about overcoming addiction spoke volumes and bringing up heartaches and focusing on yourself has made me hopeful. Feel like I've been such an asshole. I forgot to better myself and to be truly happy. Thanks, bro. God bless. So this is a message that you got from the last podcast we did. Yeah, yeah, it was on the wall. From another grown adult so that we were able to get through to him and help him out with just our little fucking bullshit thing we do here. I think a lot of people do that when they uh, they get this emotional attachment with relationships and uh, I think we all go through it. I don't, I don't think I would ever go through it again, but uh, when you really love somebody and I feel like you put them first. I feel like when you guys break up, you feel like your whole life is crumbling behind you. All that stuff was a waste. All that shit was a waste. You're just emotionally upset every day. You're in your head. You don't want to work out. But it's not, though. It's not. I know it feels like that, but everything that happens throughout that, it's all a learning lesson. Everything you you did wrong with her, everything she liked. Yeah. Growing as a man and, you know, it... It's all, it, it's not wasted, but I, I see how it can feel like that. No, I know, but you know, when you're going through the feeling of a breakup, it's probably like one of the worst feelings in the world. It's yeah. like one of them. First one is jail. The second one is being broke. And the third one is just having your heart broken. What if you were a fish and you're just hanging out, eating dinner, and then all of a sudden the hook goes through your fucking mouth and you get pulled through the ceiling of your house? <laughs> That would fucking suck. <laughs> that would be pretty shitty, too. <laughs> that would you be know? Shitty. It could always be worse. You could be a fucking fish. Yeah. That's a brutal way to die. Fishing's terrible. And then fucking you gut the fish. You it's the most it. woke thing you ever said. Yeah. Then you slice it. I did it the other day just to see if I could do it all by myself. I had to catch the fish, pull it out of the water. I'll probably lose about 10% of my uh, subscribers for this, but you know what? I don't give a fuck because this is real life. You eat fish, where do you think it comes from? Where do you survive enough of Cheez-Its? The moral of the story is I'm very happy where I'm at in life. Things like this, situations like this, you could just slow down and think and just be grateful for everything. And I'm grateful that we could come on here and just talk to people and help them. That's better than making money. That's better than catching fish. It's better than anything. I'm happy. We're all happy. Yeah. I'm my birthday's tomorrow. This is usually a time of the year where I get depressed because it's around the holidays and I don't like doing shit like birthdays and stuff like that. I'm just happy that we're all out and I'm just forced to survive, you know? I think all that shit is Americanized bullshit. Americanized bullshit. I just feel like holidays are messed up because I feel like they put people on financial debit to... But Christmas uh, is not? Christmas is more What about Valentine's Day? A scam to get suckers to buy their girlfriends uh, it's like the fucking, chocolates. It's like the COVID-19 shot. Oh, you want to get into politics? <laughs> COVID's a scam? You got the vaccine. No, no, the vaccine's a scam. COVID's real. Yeah. But the they're taking advantage of the insurance companies by uh, mandating. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't The I, virus is real. The vax is bro, a scam. Bro, the virus is fucking real. I had that shit yeah, last yeah. Christmas but and it wiped vax me out. Is, the vax is a scam though because usually to approve vaccinations take up to 5 years. And it hasn't been five years. It just came out with this shit and then just put it out in this the This has turned into a Joe Rogan episode And then right just now. mandated everybody to get it. Now, I, I'm not just trying to platform a bunch of anti-vaxxers. Cody here is, uh, he's vaccinated, but he has his opinions. He's but lost I only got vaccinated because I got caught with fake paperwork before in the airport. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and you I know? didn't want to go back to jail over a vaccine. <laughs> so I just want to clarify the record why I'm vaccinated now. Yeah, I mean. I got caught for Photoshop and paperwork. I think that's it. We couldn't catch anything for you guys, but we'll add some slideshows. We could get, some, we could kill some ducks. 
we'll put into uh we're not going to kill ducks well, that's illegal it's ducks. A, no i mean there's like state laws and stuff that you can't kill the ducks. Yeah. next time you guys see me i'll be one year older and wiser and i will have more kills under my belt so until next time this is another episode of Jeff FM. Jeff FM.